if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are continuing our discussion on reducing some of those really detrimental chemicals and toxins that find our way into our homes. And today we're specifically going to be talking about nonstick cookware and some of the detrimental effects that the chemicals used in nonstick cookware can have and some of the alternatives you can look at. Um, I really wanted to cover this subject because here at Natural Super Kids, we focus a lot on food, getting good food into our kids, getting more whole foods, more nutrient-dense foods into our kids. And one of the areas that's often overlooked is how, you know, the, the equipment that we're preparing this food in and whether that is as healthy and safe as it could be. Now, this is um, a continued discussion that we're having about healthy homes. So if you've missed it, a couple of episodes ago in episode 17, I interviewed Tammy from Building Biology Mama and we talked about creating a healthy home and um, that's a really good overview for you to go back and listen to. And then in episode 19 last week, we dove into fragrances and why you want to be avoiding synthetic fragrances in your home. So put those two episodes on your to-do list if this is a subject that you want to know more about. 
Now, uh, a few weeks ago, we went away and stayed in an Airbnb and uh, the fry pan at the Airbnb had this flaky nonstick coating on it. Um, Now, we did not use that and it just kind of reminded me that I needed to talk about this again. So I've talked about this in the past. I've done a blog post and a Facebook Live on this. Uh, We talk about it fairly often in the Natural Super Kids Club, um, but I wanted to cover it on the podcast because I think it's one of the simple switches that we can do that has a positive effect, not just on our family's health, but on the environment um, and the health of the environment as well. As I'll talk about, a lot of these chemicals in nonstick cookware are really damaging to our environment. Uh, And it was also a reminder that a little note to self, take my own fry pan when we go and stay in Airbnbs in the future because often they have those, you know, that they're not kind of um, renewed often enough and they're old and flaky and that's where they can become, you know, really damaging. Also, there was a discussion in the Natural Super Kids Club recently. A member had posted a picture of her son's new school uniform that contained Teflon. Um, And as you know, as you would know, Teflon is a brand name for some of these nonstick chemicals or nonstick pans that we use. And um, it's a a reminder also that these chemicals are not just used in cooking um, pans and things like that. They're also used in clothing. Anything waterproof or water repellent or stain resistant has potentially got Teflon in it. And this particular member's um, son's school uniform had a big tag sort of advertising the fact that it had Teflon in it for better stain resistance. So we want to be looking out for these kinds of chemicals, not just in our cookware, but in clothing um, and anything that's sort of waterproof, water repellent, stain repellent, as I said. it's these, these chemicals, unfortunately, have also been used in the foams that firefighters use to put out fires. Um, And I cringe to think about how many of these, you know, have been in our environment or were used in our environment with all of the fires we had here in Australia early on in 2020. So uh, it's, you know, a big problem and it is definitely improving. So one of the most problematic chemicals that has been uncovered is one called PFOA. So it's perfluorooctanoic acid. Now, this particular chemical has been phased out um, from early the early 2000s, depending on sort of where you live. I think it's been slowly phased out since 2013 in the US and a little bit earlier here in Australia. So that is definitely, a, a I guess, a, um, a step in the right direction. But a lot of these companies such as Teflon and other companies that, that um, manufacture nonstick cookware are now using other chemicals known as PFAs um, that are potentially, you know, still problematic for our health, um, maybe just as problematic. And this is often the way uh, when there was the the big kind of uncover of, of um, BPA in plastics, they um, 
you know, a lot of plastic companies transferred to a different chemical, um, which is just as problematic for our health. So unfortunately, you know, the the um, phasing out of PFOAs is a step in the right direction, but it's not, you know, it, it doesn't mean that we don't have to worry about these chemicals in our nonstick cookware anymore. So my general advice is to avoid non-stick cookware where you can. Um, And for a lot of families, this needs to be a general process. You know, we don't all have the budget to go and completely replace all of our pans um, and our, you know, baking equipment. Uh, But that's what we eventually sort of want to move towards. So one of the big problems with these PFA chemicals is that they don't break down and they accumulate in both the environment and in our bodies. And scientists have have touted them as forever chemicals because they don't break down. And that is a real problem. I know um, there have been studies done both here in Australia and in the US on um, testing, testing the amount of these chemicals in the bloodstream of people. And the majority of people, I'm talking like 98, 90% of people have these chemicals within their bloodstream. And it's a, you know, it's an ongoing problem. So uh, I want to, I want to get sort of um, into some of the, the health implications of these chemicals. But I think it's really important to know that, you know, it's not just for our own individual health that we we need to move away from these chemicals. We definitely don't want to support the use of them in products that we are purchasing because of the environmental impact that they have as well. These chemicals that are contained within nonstick cookware have a whole array of negative health implications. So there have been studies that link these chemicals with ADHD in children. And of course, ADHD is a multifactorial condition, but non-stick, your child's exposure to non-stick chemicals is something that you can control. So, uh, you know, we really want to be thinking about those things that we have control over as parents. And these non-stick chemicals in our kitchen is definitely one of those things. Um, So if it's linked with ADHD, we can also, you know, make the assumption that on a smaller scale, uh, these nonstick chemicals are going to be linked to mood and behavioural challenges um, and conditions in our kids. And this is something, you know, that we want to try and avoid, obviously, as parents. Nonstick chemicals can also be um, hormone disrupting chemicals. So this affects the whole family's health and can be linked to problems such as early onset puberty, delayed growth and development, infertility, reproductive conditions, obesity, um, and even cancers. And PFOAs particularly have been identified as obesogens, which are chemicals that stimulate the production and storage of fat in the body. This is obviously not a good thing to expose your family to. When it comes to carcinogens, you know, uh, I want to just delve into PFOAs specifically because nonstick pans can be 
can contain a whole heap of different chemicals. So it's really hard to kind of go into each of those chemicals. Um, But, you know, worst case scenario with the PFOAs, they have been classed as a likely carcinogenic or likely cancer-causing. And this is according to cancer.org. And I just want to read... um, a little, a, a little bit, a few bits and pieces fr- directly from that website. Many studies in recent years have looked at the possibility of PFOA causing cancer. Studies in lab animals have found exposure to PFOA increases the risk of certain tumors of the liver, testicles, mammary glands, or breasts and pancreas in these animals. In general, well-conducted studies in animals do a good job of predicting which exposures cause cancer in people, but it isn't clear if the way this chemical affects cancer risk in animals would be the same in humans. There's also been studies done on humans that have looked at people exposed to PFOA from living near or working in chemical plants. Some of these studies have suggested an increased risk of testicular cancer with increased PFOA exposure. Studies have also suggested possible links to kidney cancer and thyroid cancer, but the increase in risk has been small and could have been due to chance. Other studies have suggested possible links to other cancers, including prostate, bladder and ovarian cancer, but not all studies have found such links and more research is needed to clarify these findings. So I don't know about you, but I don't want to be taking a chance with a chemical that I can easily avoid that could potentially increase my family's risk of, of cancer down the track. And so this is this is um, specifically to do with PFOA, which I said has been phased out, um, but a lot of the chemicals that have replaced it, the PFAs in general, have very similar um, negative health outcomes. More studies need to be done on this. So I always like to err on the side of caution when it comes to these manufactured, man-made um, chemicals and toxins. You know, we really want to avoid as many of them as we can because there is enough evidence in in Um, as far as I'm concerned, that these uh, chemicals are are detrimental. So, of course, manufacturers of these nonstick products argue that the dangers of nonstick cookware and pans are exaggerated and that um, a lot of these dangerous chemicals are used as part of the manufacturing process, but there is little left by the time we're getting the pans into our homes. Um, But we also know that Teflon and other nonstick fumes can cause symptoms such as headaches, fever and muscle pains, um, you know, directly uh, from the the fumes that are caused um, or, or, you know, that are, that that are, yeah, that are caused from these kinds of um, pans. And they've even been known to kill pet birds that are in the kitchen. Now, these are this is at very high temperatures where the fumes, you know, become problematic. But again, as I said, I like to err on the side of caution. You don't want to be spending your time cooking, you know, or purchasing organic food and cooking nutritious whole foods for your family on a potentially toxic pan. So what are our alternatives? There are a lot of alternatives and this is why I wanted to talk about this because it's fairly easy to move away from nonstick cookware. 
So depending on which cookware you are looking to replace, you can look at stainless steel cookware, which are great alternatives to non-stick saucepans, ceramic and stone cookware, which you can often find as alternatives for for baking dishes um, that might have nonstick coatings on them. Glass cookware, so heat-proof glass such as Pyrex um, are ideal for baking and storing food in as well. And then there's cast iron cookware, uh, which is one of the best options for pans. However, many people avoid using them or are put off using them because of the weight and the need for seasoning to make them nonstick. So they tend to be quite heavy and need a little bit of kind of maintenance to to keep um, that that nonstick action going um, in terms of seasoning the pans. So I wanted to share a little bit a, a little bit about what I use and I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Solid Techniques the brand. They are absolutely brilliant. I've been using these pans for a good couple of years now. I started off with a small iron pan to see how it went and I loved it so much that I threw away my old pan and started cooking um, in just this small little little pan um, in batches. Um, but since then, I've also purchased the larger 30 centimeter pan. So these solid technique pans, they are Australian made, which I love. Um, and they are a lot lighter than um, our, your, your traditional sort of cast iron cookware. And that's because they're made of wrought iron. So wrought iron is half the weight of cast iron. And it can last for generations if cared for properly. So you do pay a premium for these pans, but they will last you forever. I mean, I don't know about you, but before I was kind of aware of all of this and we, and we used to purchase the nonstick pans, they would need to be replaced every couple of years. Um, these, these pans are sort of built to last for generations. So I'm telling my kids that, you know, they will be using these pans with their families um, later down the track and hopefully their kids will be using them for their family. So it's well worth the investment that you're paying. And, you know, I'm not talking about crazy, crazy amounts, but for example, my first small pan, I think it was a 15 centimeter pan, was around $120. And the larger 30 centimeter family pan, which is the one I predominantly use now, is around $190. So yes, it is pricey for a for a pan if you're comparing them to the, the cheaper non-stick varieties that you might find at the department stores. But when you add it all up and, and know that this is going to last you for generations and at least your lifetime, it is well worth that investment. Now, one of the concerns about switching to um, something like the Solid Technic pans or, as I said, the cast iron cookware, um, this one is wrought iron, is the amount of time that it's going to take to maintain these pans and keep them nonstick. So I just want to say that I do very little to my pans. All I, I seasoned them when I first got them. So there's a process of seasoning that you need to go through to kind of create that natural non-stick surface and to really kind of care for your pans. And so um, that just involves kind of adding some fat to the pan and popping it into the oven a few times. And quite honestly, I've never 
done any seasoning since. My secret is to use plenty of fats and oils in your cooking. Now, this is one of the reasons why nonstick pans became so popular. One, obviously, because of the convenience of having a nonstick pan um, and things not sticking. But the second one is that you know, they were advertised to uh, require less fats and oils in cooking, which was, you know, um, so-called healthier for us. Um, and this is this is the days. And, you know, I often forget that this is still a lot of people's mindset is that fats and oils are bad for us. But if we're using healthy fats and oils in our pans, um, and, you know, I'm not talking about loads and loads of fats and oils when you're cook- cooking, but a generous amount of fats and oils when you're cooking, I find, keeps the the pan um, seasoned really well. And the other thing is you don't want to be scrubbing the pan. So the black kind of surface that forms on these Solid Technics pans is actually good. That gives it um, that non-stick um, sort of property. And so you definitely don't want to be scrubbing that off. Um, so just a simple wipe. They don't even recommend detergent. Um, just some water and a cloth. And, and wiping it off. Um, and that's worked really well for me. So I highly, highly recommend these pans, especially if you're in Australia. I'm not sure about the um, availability of them of them worldwide, um, but they're a fantastic company that they bring, they're bringing out more and more kind of options in terms of baking and dishes. And I think they've even got some, they've just released their first cooking utensil. Um, so that's really exciting as well. Uh, just a little side note, we want to try and move away from using nonstick coatings in our utensils as well, and also plastic utensils. Um, so, you know, a good old, a good old wooden spoon or stainless steel utensils are what I generally recommend, but I am keen to try out um, the Solid Technics uh, utensils as well, especially again, if they're going to to last longer, um, then I think it would be a good investment. So I'm going to add a link over to a store where you can check out these Solid Technics pans. Um, So have a look in our show notes for those if you are interested. I really hope that this episode has encouraged you to move away from any non-stick cookware you might have at home. Um, And as I said, it doesn't have to be all done at once. As things start to um, you know, wear out, break down, become older and you want to replace them, then think about, you know, saving up a bit of uh, and investing in um, some really good quality pans that will last you longer and will be much healthier for your family in the long term. Um, and as I said at the start, also think about the clothing um, that you're buying. Check out uh, your kids' uniforms or anything that is is waterproof or water repellent, um, and trying to to avoid these these kind of Teflon or PFOA or PFA chemicals um, in your clothing um, as well. Okay, next week we are going to be starting a a new series on immunity. Now here in the Southern Hemisphere, we are heading into winter and now is the time to start to focus on building your kids' immune systems um, and really making sure that they are functioning at their optimal uh, to ensure that they are not that your kids won't be catching every little germ and bug and flu and cold and cough and 
um, whatever other infection that is going around. So for the next at least six weeks or so, we're going to be focused on dif- focusing on different um, different subjects related to kids' immunity. So really looking forward to bringing you that information. If you have any ideas on specific topics you would like me to cover within that series, then please send me a DM on Instagram um, over at Natural Super Kids, and I will be considering any. Um, you know, all all sort of suggestions for topics that you guys want to know about. Uh, So yeah, I can't wait to that. I uh, to, to see you then. And I look forward to bringing you those episodes as of next week. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.